This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the -the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. Live Highlight returns to Magic City Casino in July 2019. But guys, remember, to live... What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. All right, folks, we're back. Took last week off, but it's all good. We're back a little stronger, man. We're joined. We have a special guest today. 790 The Tickets, Brendan Tobin. All right. Join us Brandon? in-house here, man. In-house. in-house. Nice little surprise this morning or this afternoon when Gus told me. But, uh, Brandon, thanks you so much for, for joining us. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me to your uh, your place. Beautiful, <laughs> by the way. And bro, we're inside uh, it's Studio G605. That's how we, I like, we like to, you know, that's how yeah. we go by over here. But, uh, uh, as always, I'm joined by the one and only producer Fungus over here. And, uh, and there you go, bro. You enjoying those chips, huh? I'm destroying these moments. Yeah, man. Back after a couple-week layoff here, too. On the only Tenard Davis. It's been more than a week. It's been a couple. Well, yeah, we didn't do yeah, a show last week, and then you missed the one before that. But uh, but it's back. But it's customary here. You know, we're doing our, our, our episodes. Episode 171, Gus? Sure. Yeah. yeah. That, sounds, that sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Episode 171 of the Lemon City Live podcast brought to you by Magic City Highlight. Um, speaking of highlight, we like to do this since we haven't had TD back in a while. Do a little quick little, let's catch up with TD real fast on the, on the highlight thing. I know you, damn, you scarfed down that whole bowl of chips already, bro. I'm going to make it short and simple for you yeah, guys. Yeah, make it short and simple <laughs> while I fill it up. I suck. <laughs> What's going on, man? Talk I'm saying Douglas, Douglas is in the league still. Douglas is still leading. Yeah. Double, the second season of doubles is over. He won doubles okay. with Rock. Yeah. Ooh. Literally. What about Cool Fitness? You, you guys we got third place. Okay. Got but him and Rock won it. Is there money in third place? No. Damn. But we made enough money to say we won money. Like okay. we won 12 games. So 12 times 125. All right. So All that's right. how much we made 12 games. Uh, second place was Andrew Luck and Fred. Uh, so they was able to just grab second. And again, like I mentioned, and um, uh, Douglas is in first place with 140 wins. Uh, Kubala is in second place with, uh, I believe, 80 wins. Damn, so homeboy's got just yeah, he has massive a, he lead. He has a massive huh? lead. And uh, Carbayo is in third with roughly 80 wins. They're like him and Kubala are, are neck to neck for second. They're, they're right. fighting for second. And then it's up for grabs for third place. I mean, on fourth and fifth. Don't care about it. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. <laughs> so right. well, that's and the quick, quick spin for You guys had a uh, little mid, uh, mid-season break? You guys are back yeah, tomorrow? we had ten, we had a 10-day break. Our okay. uh, our CEO gave us a 10-day break to recharge our air batteries. Uh, cool. So we are starting back tomorrow. We added two new players okay. uh, from Calder Casino. Oh. Uh, one guy named uh, Run Run, a Filipino kid or guy. Uh, he played in the <laughs> Philippines for seven years professionally. And we got a guy named Ikeda. Uh, who Man, sounds is, like a I'm not fighter. even going to begin to guess where that guy's yeah, from. Okay. He's from, I, I think he's from Mexico. Don't okay. quote me. I, yeah, mean, I know he's he's Latin. That would not Latin. have been my first guess, but okay. But yeah, they're uh, run run is supposed to be the better out of the two. Yeah. 
Uh, seeing him play today, he's not bad, but he's not what I expected. Like, they made it sound like he was going to be like Douglas, but he's nowhere near Douglas. Douglas is probably the best player I've seen who played it for one year. Learn how to play for one year. Damn. And it's better than those two guys. Yeah. So That's nasty, man. Yeah. A yeah. lot of guys think he, he's been playing. Yeah. Like, Down but low. I'm going to be gullible yeah, and believe brother. that he's only been playing for a year. He's a ringer. He's a ringer, yeah. <laughs> a ringer. He's a lying for to real, him. Dude. He's, he's a highlight hustler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hustling us all right. 140 <laughs> wins. Like Dog, this dude well. made like I'm not trying to count his pockets. And and two. So I'm he trying came, to, but you did. Yeah, so he came back in uh, August, uh-huh. August, September, October. In three months, he made thirty thousand dollars. Not bad. Ooh. I'll take that. Plus, what yeah. he's gonna make at the end for yeah. winning, yeah. and, and yeah. still the season's going. Yeah. So, uh, so tomorrow it picks up again. Tomorrow it picks up again. We start so, our traditional time, uh, three a.m. for the matinee, okay. uh, seven for the evening. Okay. And you know we have our traditional salute with the first group, and we're going to get this thing back rolling. The last half of the season, we have a month and a half left. All right. Yeah. Then we got that going. See if I, I got to pass by this season. I still have well, we win. It doesn't matter if you come in, I'll no. lose regardless. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, you can't blame it on Edwin this yeah, year. I can't blame it. Yeah, see, told me last season, while he was on his run to first place and everything, yeah. I ended up going to, I probably went to like about 20 different days that I went over there to check him out to go watch my boy play. He won, and he, mind you, he led. He was, at one point, he was the guy that had like, you know, twice as many wins as everybody last season and everything like that. And I saw him win a grand total of zero times when I was there. Like, I was just like that bad luck charm every time I oh, showed yeah, yeah, yeah. up. You have to be banned now. <laughs> you have to be. The only time I saw him win, win was uh, during the YouTube. Or yeah, you I, I, I YouTube. caught a stream online, and I was like, all right. Do you, I, do, you, do you tell him that you're going? Yeah, I did. I tried the whole not telling him. I tried yeah. surprising him. I tried telling him. You know, I sat in the back. I sat in the front. I stayed outside. Like, I did the whole thing, and everything was just yeah, That's just bad failing. mojo. Energy, yeah. energy was there. I, I don't, bro, and that's the thing. I came in there very <laughs> positive, bro. I was, I'm like, you know, I'm a big cheerleader for you, bro. I'm out there, you know. And I, but it just, it never worked out for me, man. It was just failure. Now, this season, I was there for opening uh, the uh, opening, opening day, mm-hmm. and he won his first game. Yeah. Who was there to watch it. Right. That's right. So, I feel like 2019, How you many know, games have you been to this season? That, just that one, one day. We that, went that that's one. That's why. It flipped this season, and yeah. now you're not going, and you're fucking him over that see, way. Well, I guess yeah, maybe see? it could be There we go. That's what it is. <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I'll go out there. We went out a few weeks ago thinking we could catch. We just got the times wrong, and we Sundays it ends a little earlier, and we forgot, and we showed up there like an hour after everybody had already left. And we're like, oh, yeah. hey, bros. How is that happening today? Nobody saw us, and they're like, no. <laughs> and it ended already. This guy's already home and everything, so. But anyway. <laughs> Best of luck to you tomorrow, bro. Appreciate it. Hope you uh, hope you get back on the winning ways. Yes, sir. All but, uh, but anyway, man, we got we got we got a special guest here. We got Brandon Tobin, like we said, and uh, he's so hot right now. If you want to tell anybody where they can uh, find you online, Twitter, things like that. Yeah, you guys can uh, listen to me every morning, six to ten a.m. on seven ninety. The ticket. Yeah. Uh, Brendan underscore Tobin on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys uh, want, you know, uh, put out a lot of uh, funny content it's try it's not very serious sports takes funny <laughs> videos but i do have a you know been getting a lot of a lot of, a lot of good interview stuff and uh you know so if you're a south florida sports fan you follow me you'll get a lot of uh a lot of stuff from heat panthers you know once marlin season picks up you know doing the new the new shift in the morning show i've been able to get out a little bit more yeah. and just kind of add some some different stuff that were not just purely in the radio booth but uh, but yeah, mostly bread and butter, six to ten a.m. on on uh weekday mornings. Nice. That's what's up, man. Award-winning radio personality over here, also. 
I know. Nice. Well, <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's yeah. pretty cool. Damn. Yeah, I know. But that that award thing, it's really just like the guys from New Times. They like you. That's all. That, yeah. That's all that is. Plus, it got ruined. My co-host Brian the Beast London ended up winning it the next year. Oh. So that kind of that kind of nuked all of uh, all the prestige that came with winning the New Times Radio Personality of the Year. Nice. Give yourself more credit, man. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate yeah, it. Bro, for sure, man. I'd like to think of it like I lifted them up. I'm just like, all right, yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. Because like, nobody even wanted you on the radio, and now look at you. You're winning. You're winning awards and stuff. That's what's up, man. But how was that transition going from uh, you before you were producing the morning show and hosting the midday show? Yeah. Right. And now you're hosting the morning show. It's weird. Um, it's weird because everybody immediately thought that uh, it was sabotage where I was stabbing my, my morning show <laughs> yeah. in the back. But the, the truth is, I didn't even uh, – I, I was the last person to know that I was getting just that position. Like, everybody found out what their new roles were. Because for those who don't know, we went through a lot of changes over yeah. – with uh-huh. seven eye to the ticket where they're like oh, yeah. they basically they, they move Levitar to five sixty, they move Zaslow and Amber down to middays, and they uh, they moved Hawkman and Crowder basically as a simulcast in both stations. Yeah. And so they took our show, which was one to four PM, and we had only been doing the three hours for a year. You know, we were we were we were fighting tooth and nail just to get an extra hour. Hashtag we were just doing third yeah. hour, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were just we were begging, please just give us three hours in the day. We were only doing two hours. And, um, you know, thankfully, they believed in us enough to put us in morning drive. They wanted to shake some things up. Um, and we had been behind a lot of movements. We've gotten a lot of buzz from teams as far as, like, you know, D-Wade Boulevard. We had a, oh, yeah. we had the Christian Yelich thing that went down where I had to eat a street bird in front of them. They got a lot of pickup. <laughs> so we just had a really good knack for, like, getting headlines and getting buzz around our show. And they just thought, all right, this is a good little, good little switch up. But... Um, the transition's been weird. It's been weird having uh, all that time because I've been, you know, grinding in radio for a very long time from, you know, just producing, cutting sound mm-hmm. all the way to this point. It's just been a lot of hours, two different jobs just to stay in radio. Um, so to be here is a little bit weird where I'm, I've always wanted this position, but now you kind of just are like, all right, well, now what do we do now? You just kind of want to just go out and do the best job you can do. Well, dude, you, know? you totally earned it, though. So, I mean, oh, yeah. like we said, don't sell yourself short at all, bro. You soak it up, man. I, I've always said that this dude right here, TD, is one of the hardest working people I've met, you know, because this guy was at, at one time he was working at NFL Network on the weekends, then doing this show on Tuesday, then doing Highlight, and he was working at NFL Network. So he was flying over to L.A. every week, That's then coming over here, yep. doing this, and then he is. Mind you, his family is uh, located in Atlanta. So he's, you know, spending time away from everybody. When he can, he goes, this guy was doing everything. So I know how hard this guy works. But I've also, I mean, we've, you know, we're, we're, we're South Florida guys. We've listened to the radio for a long time. We know. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to you guys. I've been listening to 790, 560, every, every radio station, you know, down here. I've been, I've been seeing the evolution. So I know when you were doing those morning shows and producing that and then doing the midday shows and, yeah. and everything else, man, I, and he does Fighters Fury on Sundays. Yeah, dude. That's my baby. That's yeah. baby. I, won't, I won't leave that. Well, the reason, I mean, people always ask about the fight show, but uh, in, in reality, Seema and Tommy Guns, who are my co-hosts, um, they were kind of the first people to believe in me, like to give me a shot to host anything down here. Wow. So, I like, that's there's just a sense, like, I won't I won't leave them for anything. It, that's what's it's, up. It's not, a, nice. it's not even a question. That's loyalty. That's right, bro. Yeah. So I ain't never leaving you, bro. <laughs> y'all, go, y'all can leave me, bro. <laughs> so, and yeah. how long have you been uh, on 790 now? Um, graduated in 08, so it's 11 years. I got my, my internship out of college. Um, 
started off small, just like cutting sound. Uh, it was uh, I was working, uh, doing really just kind of helping out. Sid Rosenberg was the morning show host back then. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Andy King, who was his uh, his executive producer at the time, was uh, he liked what I was doing as far as just the efficiency of getting stuff done. And a lot of the times when you're just getting your foot in radio, like it, you're just you're just so happy to kind of be there. Like you're just working in sports, you love it. Yeah. Um, but I really, I really did like doing radio is just what I wanted to do from the time I was uh, like a teenager. My uncle was a morning show host in upstate New York. I went to see his shows. I was like, this is what I want to do immediately. Nice. Um, so the idea that I got to be around it was I, I never could get enough. Um, and so you just start there and then you just kind of have to have a willingness to do everything. You go and report, you cut sound, you run the board. Then uh, at the time, the one thing that's that sucks now is it's it's tough organically to grow in radio because they've just cut the positions like when i was doing it it was like a goal that you got to do sports flashes at the top and bottom of the hour and i know that seems dumb <laughs> it was like if i can get 90 seconds to just say the marlins beat the nationals six to four and john carlos stan had a couple of home runs it's like that was that was a goal that was a big yeah. that was a big deal when i got to that point um, and now it's like, well, what are the what are the steps that people go to to get there? And um, it's a little bit different, but it's uh, it's it's weird looking back at just how much like the field has changed in the time that I've been there. Wow, that's pretty freaking cool, dude. That I is mean, cool. Yeah, man. See, and it's funny you mentioned Andy King. That's an old school name that because uh, he's up in what Sirius or XM yeah, or yeah, one of those. He's, uh, mm -hmm. he's like their program director for their sports. Yeah, I just I, missed him too. He was in town. Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, Hawkman was with him, um, but. No, uh, with Andy King, I used to work in banking uh, many years ago, and he used to bank at my branch. Yeah. And I was the his personal banker was the one next to me, but I used to come by. I remember uh, the day that LeBron like chose the Heat. You know, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Mm -hmm. The very next day, he was at the branch, and I was sitting in my office, and I'm I used to be a banker, and I was there, and I'm doing this, and I'm like all excited, you know, the night before, and I'm so, all of a sudden I hear a voice, and I'm like, wait, I know that voice, you know, in that very distinguished voice. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing about radio, man. You know, I'm hearing this voice, and I'm like, yo, that's that guy. That's Andy King and I peek over in the next office and he's like, yeah, man, and you know, we started talking about the whole heat thing and everything. So it's just, it's funny how that, that, that little, you know, these little seeds get planted and, you know, you start remembering stuff later on. But again, man, I mean, he gave you that chance. That's, I'm mm -hmm. sure that's something that, you know, you won't forget, bro. Oh yeah, man. We were just texting back and forth. I was upset that I wasn't able to see him. Uh, we just start because of my schedule now and where he was, it was just, we were going to cross up, but yeah, I'll always be appreciative to Andy. I'll always be appreciative to Andy. Uh, you know, uh, recognizing how much I wanted to do it and then giving me a shot. And then I'll always uh, appreciate Sid Rosenberg for letting me intern on his show and, you know, smacking me in the face with fingers like he would every <laughs> single morning. <laughs> Damn, that dude. guy was a trip. Sid's yeah. show was a trip. I, yeah. I, I used to I be big it. into Sid's show, yeah. man, back in the day. Um, but anyway, now you, you one of the cool things you mentioned is you've done all this cool yeah. stuff that people know you for. You know, you, you fucking ate crow, dude. Like, yeah. I, do you know this story? Eight crow, yeah, yeah. like legit, yeah. dude. You yeah. know the saying: if, when you're wrong, you eat crow. Yeah. Well, he physically ate crow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Please tell me this story, bro. I never heard of it. All right. So, um, the Marlins used to have a uh, a, a, a little outfielder. You may know him now as National League MVP Christian Yelich. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, he wasn't National MVP Christian Yelich back then. Like he was, he was a good player. Like I never said that Christian Yelich was a bum player. I think that mis that I am misrepresented on that, but. Look, I grew up watching baseball in the steroid era, yeah. and when you had outfielders, mm -hmm. outfielders dropped bombs. Mm -hmm. That's what they did. They and did Christian Yelich, he was a slap hitter. Like he would, he would go out there. It was always seeing eye singles. 
he was a good hitter. He was good at it, mm-hmm. but it was it, like it, to get 12 home runs out of Christian Yelich, you're like, oh my God, that is a power surge. <laughs> so we get to like, I don't know, August. He's like, and uh, my co-host Leroy Horde, uh, former running back for the Browns and Vikings, he's, you know, we're always getting into arguments at all points. And he just goes, he goes, you know, power's the last thing to come. Power's the last thing to come. Like, never, never going to happen. Look at these statistics. Highest ground ball rate. Never going to be a home run hitter. Not going to happen. He'll be a good hitter. He'll be a doubles hitter. He's never going to be a home run hitter. He'll never hit 20 home runs. Mm. And if he, I'm like, Leroy, if he hits 20 home runs, I will eat a crow. I will physically eat a crow if this happens. He's at this point. He's at 11. He's at 11. And he goes on this tear in August. Just unbelievable. Just, you, you couldn't believe it. He went on this streak. Gets on, gets on this roll. He gets to like by the end of the month. He gets to I think, I think he gets to like eighteen by the time September rolls around. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. DJ Williams, who was uh, doing some radio work at the uh, at the station at the time, I think he ends up seeing Christian at uh, American Social, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes up to him. He goes, "Hey, man," because I was producing mornings at the time, and he would do uh, he would do one day a week with uh, with Brett Romberg, Zazzle, and Amber. Mm-hmm. And so he knew about the bet, and he goes up to him. He goes, "Hey, you know about this guy with the with the whole crowbet?" Because people were blasting him on Twitter. Like every time he started hitting home runs, like 15, 16, 17, people were hitting him with the crow, Eat hitting him the crow gifts, crow. all that stuff. <laughs> and then he's like, "What is this stuff?" And so by the time DJ catches him, he goes, uh, "He's sitting on eighteen home runs." He goes, "Hey, you know about this?" He goes, "Oh yeah, I know about it." <laughs> and, he, and he throws up the old, throws up two more. Oh my god! So. <laughs> This starts getting like steam. Like Craig Minervini's like uh, asking him about it. People are starting. I'm getting this is getting like buzz from the Miami Herald, and uh, and all of a sudden, uh, people people know like this is the chase. And the Marlins suck at this point, so there's nothing else going on yeah. this season. There's just there's nothing to tune in for other than seeing if Christian Yelich can make me eat crow. Sure enough, boom, hits number twenty. <laughs> it's on, and I get this I get this tweet from Yelich the night it happens. It's just like. Hey, Brendan Tobin, bird emoji. <laughs> so, dude, we wow. ended up uh, we ended up setting up, you know, the whole eatery. Like, I had to find people. We had like PETA upset with us. We had to find people that yeah, would actually be willing to cook the crow. Yeah, that's the whole other aspect I had thought about, man. Like, we had to, yeah, we had to we, we had to go to like an exotic deli, basically, of somebody willing to cook this bird. <laughs> it is, and, and so we ended up we ended up doing it uh, some sports bar. He comes out, very cool of him. He serves it out on one of those fancy silver platters. And so he <laughs> unveils it like as if he is a, a, a butler. And, yeah. whoosh, and it is just the most rancid smell you could oh ever smell. God. And I take a bite into this thing. And it's Ooh. got ESPN there, uh, MLB.com. <laughs> they're, all, they're all just watching this outfielder just serve me this dish of rancid bird. It was so disgusting. It's like, <laughs> and then it was like the next morning, I'm just like watching uh, Jamel, J- Jamel, no, <laughs> Michael no, no, Smith, no, no, no. just yeah. like, I'm like, I can't believe this. this That's crazy. How did I miss that, man? Dude, That's yeah. nuts, man. See, you had, the, you had the reverse effect of the highlight that I had, you know, and so people That's started right. finding out, and then he started doing well. Yeah, so. I, 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 I fully mean, expect to be in this Hall of Fame speech because he's never been a better. Like he continues <laughs> to just go off this trajectory because he that, was not this baseball player. When that I was said the this catalyst stuff. for him. Uh, becoming what he is now, becoming I nationally so. given V and everything like that. So you you died on the cross for Christian Yellich, bro. <laughs> hey, you hey, you was a fair <laughs> sport though. You actually went up there at the bird. Some people would have like bailed out, but like, nah, oh, no, 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 no. 
No, yeah, people were like, uh, they're like, are you going to fry it? Or I'm like, no, man, as rancid as it comes. As rancid as it comes, I'm paying, man of my word, I'm going to pay oh my, my bets. Oh, my God, man. I don't know, bro. That's pretty fucking gross, man. Like, that's that, shit, dude. I, I thought know. shaving my eyebrows, losing to Kelly Jennings and Madden, yeah. I told him I would never <laughs> lose against him in Madden. Yeah. And I lost against him in Madden. I had to shave my eyebrows. I thought that was the worst thing I ever did. But eating a crow? Damn, dude. That tops it, bro. Yeah, it was horrific. Gross, man. Congrats. It was perfect, but he, I mean, in all, he, he did end up being a really cool dude. Yeah, he's. Uh, cool we had it. Uh, you know, we ended up having him on the radio show a bunch the next season. Uh, so I'm always appreciative of him being a good sport about it too, because a lot, because to your point, a lot of people won't, uh, you know, won't pay up their bets. But the two of a lot of people don't have a good sense of humor about this stuff. You yeah, know, it's true. yeah. Like if I'm messing with a guy's, if I have, if I'm, if I'm talking shit about a guy's game, uh. You know, people. Some people don't want to mess with that. They don't want it. They don't want to uh, even deal with any shenanigans around that stuff. And he was cool with it. Yeah, man. It's, <laughs> it's safe to say that you know Christian. He used his you know slam towards him, not hitting twenty home runs as an inspiration. Yeah, it's an extra yeah. confidence. You know what I'm saying? Needed, like it, it made him want to go out there and prove a point. So yeah, I think exactly. it was a win-win for everybody. You got to hit him up again now and tell him, hey, bro, no chance he could hit fifty. You know what I mean? And then see, <laughs> see how that see, works. See if that goes. <laughs> he's, 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 he's too. He's too good to bet against now. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has to come back off his injury too. So hopefully yeah. he comes he back will. strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Damn. So yeah, Yelich, not bad for uh for a little. A little pep in his step there for a little crow, but uh, but now okay, now you're rocking the the Macho Man shirt. Yes, I'm a big Macho Man fan. Like I can this these guys not so much. They don't do the wrestling. How stuff. you gonna tell me what I don't do? For well, real. you don't do the wrestling. Talk. How you know you? Just you don't know me, bro. This. We <laughs> you don't know this. Bro, I watch your heartbreak kid. I know that. And then I am. And, well, actually, I I don't think I've X Pac is my favorite one. What? Yes, exactly. Okay. You didn't even know that. Damn. The don't one two three kid again, bro. <laughs> one two three kid. The one yeah, two three man, kid, bro. Dude, so, but I, I definitely, I'm a, I'm a big Macho Man fan. I order my subs at Publix under the name Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. I love doing I the roll, fake dude. Publix names. Bro, it's my I, favorite. I yeah. haven't done a real name like in I don't even know how. First of all, the online ordering is like the, I, <laughs> the best. That's just the, like the best thing since the pub, the pub sub. It's just the fact that you can order online. But yeah, I go in there. I've ordered Jerry Seinfeld. I've yeah. ordered uh, every weird name. I've, I've made up names. I've done. I've, <laughs> I've I think I'm going to order as Brendan Tobin next. See what yeah, happens. No, see no, <laughs> I've actually it. scrambled up the letters and stuff. And like people are looking at me like, what the hell is that? I'm like, I don't know, bro. Just try it. I always <laughs> go with like random fake heat guy. Like I'll be like, <laughs> be like Ron Rothstein, chicken tender sub. Yeah. <laughs> see, I've done. I've done. Uh, what? I did the Dan Marino sub. I oh, ordered. Yeah. A, I ordered. No, I ordered the. Wasn't a chicken tender one. It was the Miami Dolphin sub. Uh-huh. Under the name Dan Marino, and oh. I always I also try to make sure that the lady like calls out the name, you know. Do you so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the whole uncomfortableness, you know, of of, of just like Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, that's me right here, you know. So it works out pretty well. But all right, so you now you got the Macho Man shirt. Yes. Are you real like? Like, are you wrestling aficionado? Or you no, 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 no. I'm no, not no. a wrestling I... aficionado, but I, I mean, I'm like, I, like any like anybody my age. I mean, I, I grew up watching the Attitude Era, so I was yeah. a huge Stone Cold guy, huge okay. Rock guy, Triple H, all that stuff at that point. Um, the Macho Man thing, like, I've I've honestly come to learn more about him this year than anything. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the, the Macho Monsman thing was just, it was one of those... It was one of those ideas where I was thinking of different ways to talk about the Marlins, and I'm so sick of this Marlins man, man. Like he just he's he's a shill. He's just a look at me guy. Yes, and he's just front row everywhere. Dude. And so like we were just like, it's enough of him already. And we were also just looking for a different way to talk about the Marlins. So I thought it would be hilarious if we took a spin off Marlins man, made him Macho Marlins man, but he also <laughs> was just super passionate about the Marlins. 
even if they were terrible, it didn't yeah. matter. He's a real so, fan. Yeah, he's just he's just a super real fan, but he was going to be out there talking about Gary Cooper, Cooper Loop. The Cooper's loose. But the funny thing was, so we were doing it on the radio show as a goof, but then I was like, man, uh, I was talking to my guy Slim, who was my, my co-producer at the time, and uh, I was like, we should do like a whole getup and whatnot and throw the music behind it, because we were doing it on the show where we just fire up the... The old uh, pomp and circumstance yep, as it yep, goes yep, in, yep, yep. and uh, I, I figured. So I found this rad ass wig that we had at the studio <laughs> that we actually bought one time because Leroy had to my co-host Leroy Howard had to recreate uh, a picture of Josh McRoberts, okay. and so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, the Jesus pop? photo, yeah. yeah, and he nailed it too. By the way, I got to show you like if you haven't seen that, but he. Uh, so I had this. I, I threw the wig on. I ended up ordering like some teal bandanas from uh, from Amazon, and uh, I had this old cut off. It's my it's my favorite piece of sports memorabilia, but it's uh, it's because my favorite Marlin of all time is Kevin Millar, nice. and it's a authentic Kevin Millar Marlins vest jersey. Yeah, nice. so I was like, a Macho Man's gonna wear this, but he's gonna wear it. No undershirt. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Sounds out good. Sounds you know? right. And uh, it was just fun this year, man. Like it was, you know, in a terrible year, like. Uh, all the, the the guys on the team, like Sandy Alcantara, was retweeting it. Miguel Rojas, Garrett Cooper, a lot of these guys were just ha- having fun with it. I think they were just ha- happy to see somebody not taking a dump on the team. Um, <laughs> and you threw it, you dropped an elbow into yeah. the Clevelander pool. Well, we would, oh, it, that's right. It, yeah, we would we get these things where you know listeners wanted to go and watch a game with Macho Marlins, man. And uh, we ended up we a <laughs> guy Mario who does the Clevelander DJing. He's like, yeah, you know, at certain innings, just come on down. And who were they playing that game? I don't even remember. Was it the Giants or the Cardinals? Doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, you know, they they had like a big comeback in the ninth. And so I'm talking to my guy uh, Robbie, who's on our show, uh, Robbie the Degenerate. Shout out. Yeah. And he, uh, I go Robbie. They go walk off. I'm gonna go big elbow into the pool. He goes what? He goes really? I'm like yeah yeah yeah. We we got to do it. And there's nobody in this Clevelander pool. And for those who haven't been to the Marlins Clevelander, this pool, I don't know what the hell's gone in that pool. But it's it, it almost looks like a stew. Like it's not oh. it's not a crystal Maintenance clean. Maintenance is down. Maintenance is down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows what STDs are floating <laughs> in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just wow. saying. I'm just being honest with you. It's like you um, know, when you order your water, you order it with a little bit of lime juice in it. And that's no, that's <laughs> disgusting. Man. It's uh. So I uh, I go up and it's like it's also like it's a very short pool, it's like you know, right, yeah. three and a half feet. Yeah. But uh, so you end up patrolling up. Like I go up the little steps of where the pool is, like kind of to their little makeshift stage there. Uh-huh. And uh, security goes, I got the, you know, I got the whole getup on the, the vest, the wig, the, the Macho Man goggles, everything. And I'm like, right, I'm just, you know, doing the Macho Man thing where I start and patting my elbow, <laughs> letting everybody know people are going nuts. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the security guy goes, don't do it. Uh. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, come on, let me do it. <laughs> he sounds just like him. <laughs> and he goes, no. And but thankfully, uh, Mario, who was our guy, he does work at the station. He goes, he, he kind of gives, he kind of gives the security guard like, the little head nod. He goes, yeah. there's like a huge eye roll from the guy. But he's like, all right, go ahead. I was like, yeah. So just hit the elbow off the top row. Went to the cesspool and oh. uh, huge splash. Everybody's going nuts. We celebrated a meaningless win, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Let me tell That's you, right Edwin, being a huge Macho Man fan, was no. so pissed off when he didn't think of. Bro, I was so mad that you had that idea, dude. Because I'm pretty sure if we go back to like some episodes we've done, I do, I do the Macho Man voice at random for no reason. I, yeah. I love that that whole. I just like 
hats off to you, dude. Like to put those two together and to make this season fun for like the people, those fringe fans that weren't really yeah. into it and stuff. Like, man, that was genius. I wish I would have thought of it. I hate you, but <laughs> you know, congrats on it, man. But dude, it was seriously. I liked watching the little videos and and you come up with these nicknames, man. The the what is it? The oh, yeah. the, the gardener? No. Oh, what, what uh, the, call? Oh, the groundskeeper. The groundskeeper. Yeah, for Brian Anderson. <laughs> that one I actually came up with the year beforehand because he, I was like, yeah, he, he, because he rakes. And I'm like, yeah, like, ah, like what? Nice, I'm like, yeah, he rakes. He's the groundskeeper. And I had him on the, I had him on the show, and he goes, I'm like, what do you think of this nickname, the groundskeeper? He goes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that like your your number one nickname that you've come up with that you feel most proud of? Or um, I think my favorite was uh, they had this catcher, this backup catcher for the early part of the season named Chad Wallach, and yeah. he and I I named him uh, Balls to the Wallach. <laughs> uh, I like that one. I like I like that, I like that one. one. I, like, I think that was my favorite one. That's yeah. nice, that's I don't nice. remember if it was you or somebody was uh, was Zach Gallen was calling him the Milkman. Uh, no, I think the Lepetard show they call him the Milkman. Milk I call him the uh, I call him the Ziegelenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was uh, he he is. Uh, I was kind of surprised I got rid of him. It was because uh, no, he was, yeah, was kind of funny. He had like the whole goggles, the uh, the, the glasses thing yeah, going man. on. He would have yeah. been a funny and homeboy. Can deal, man. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, I watched a couple of his games this season, and he did really good when he went to Arizona and he finished the season up there. So hopefully we'll see. I think we got that uh, Chaz uh, Chisholm. Or Jazz Chisholm, yeah. that's what we got yeah. back for yep, yep. him. So well, hopefully, he's good. Stop, right? Yeah, stop. we'll see. I mean, the, I just, I, it, this guy's got to be real hyped up, man, because I, I, I saw, I like Gallon more than Yamamoto, you know, yeah. coming up. I know Yamamoto. Yeah, had Yamamoto had like this really crazy good start, but yeah. nobody, nobody thought that was going to keep up. Apparently. Yeah. It was like sure. he's like, oh, this is a nice story because he wasn't even like you know the Marlins they're, they're touting all these top prospects. He wasn't that. Nope. Like yeah. they're just like, oh yeah, he was the throwing in the Yelich trade, <laughs> and he comes out these first three starts and he's just looking good, dealing, yeah, yeah man, just was, absolutely dealing. It's like four and zero to open yeah. up. Uh, we were still watching one game when we was recording. Yeah. He was here. Yeah, he was man. playing really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, dude was dealing, and but I, I, I'm telling you, as far as like stuff, like guy yeah. that I got to see up close and and watch, I was like, yo, Gallon's got it, man. I, I liked his stuff a lot more. I saw Yamamoto in spring too when he was in uh, when he was over there. So I, I got a little, you know, you know I, got, I just thought I got a good taste of it. You know, I thought I could, you know, represent a little bit. But uh, but anyway, so Marlins man coming back next season. Hundred percent. Right. My my goal is to I have to get Jeter interacted with him. Like that's oh. what I want to do. Because oh. last year we did a broadcast. Uh, the uh, the the Marlins PR guy. He's a real he's a real good dude, uh, Jason Latimer, and uh, he. He was like really into like you know just getting somebody behind this team you know just yeah. come on and watch them you know yeah. them you know it, it's it's you know you got to give your hat off to like the Panthers and the Mons, uh their PR staffs because they don't have an easy gig like nope. they are very fringe oh, yeah. sports here because their teams haven't had success like the one thing about Miami sports is nobody will support a winner like Miami but if it's not football and now I think basketball. I don't know how much they're going to stick with you being a, a you know going through all the struggles, especially with the Marlins, how much they've torn them apart. Um, but he's he's done a really good job of embracing anything that will get good PR or good uh, you know just just good news out for his team. Is Jason J List? Huh? J List uh, at the Marlins who works on a Jeter? Because uh, you know, know. Jay List, who left Highlight, works under. Oh yeah, yeah. He works under. Uh, yeah, I don't know what list is last. I name think this though? guy came from with the Yankees. Like he uh, came from, oh, no, okay. but he, uh, <laughs> but so he had us out for spring training. He had us out for a broadcast and he put us 
Uh, he put us at the Marlins, basically like their little facility, the way it is. I don't know if yeah. you guys have ever been to Jupiter, but yeah. the way it works, mm-hmm. like they have this building that's a beyond left field. It's mm-hmm. like right behind the left field wall. Okay. And so you walk up the office. And so like they got all these cubicles going and you buy the three offices. It's Mike Hill, Gary Denbo. And the last office is Derek Jeter. Yep. Like, okay, can you guys just follow us right out here into the patio? So they take us through this boardroom, which was the next room past Jeter's office. <laughs> and uh, so we're sitting, basically we're doing the show, kind of a setup like this. We're on remote at a picnic table we're all set up internet we're ready to do the broadcast we're doing it during a marlins uh during a marlins i think braves uh spring training game and i was like hey uh isn't that jeter's office like right behind us <laughs> <laughs> and uh the guy's like yeah yeah like, he coming in today and uh they're like oh yeah of course mr jeter's gonna be here <laughs> and so <laughs> show starts up you got you got me uh my co-host leroy and beats we're both there and we're starting our show, and you know I'm sure we're super annoying. And then all of a sudden, we just see this uh, this beautiful receptionist walked over to the uh, walk over to the window, and just hits the uh, the and just starts hits the roll down of the yeah. curtain. <laughs> Mr. Jeter does not want any part of looking at you. <laughs> just like no, this, I'm above this. I am I'm, I am way too big a deal to have a sports radio yeah, show outside my bro. office. I'll tell you, I, no, I, and I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame him either. But I actually, um, the first spring training game this season, uh, we went out there. Gus was in there. It was me and uh, our, our Marlins writer. So I'm going out there. And at that same little building, that's where you pick up the credentials. And as they're checking my bag and stuff, lad, I'm there. And look, like, cool old man, you know, checking out. And all of a sudden, behind me, I hear this guy goes, uh, I'm here to see Derek. And I was like, turn over. I look over my shoulder. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's Michael freaking Jordan. Like, Michael oh. Jordan was there at the first game. I've never been this close to him, you know? I'm like, holy shit. And he walks in. He doesn't go through the metal detector. I'm like, hey, buddy, everybody's got to go through. But he goes by, you know? No, 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 no. He goes in, and I'm like, so I'm telling my guy, I'm like, hey, bro, I'm like 99% sure <laughs> that was Michael Jordan. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Hurry up. So we go inside to get our, our passes there, and uh, there's MJ just hanging out there. And I'm just like, what's up, Mike? That's all I got out, bro. That's all I got out. I felt pretty good. It took me a while. I was like, man, you know, like, I'm like, how do I approach this? And he just looked at me, kind of nodded. And then they came, oh, uh, Michael, come here. And they took him up. And I ended up running into him again in the press box area in the hallway. I was drinking some water. And sure as shit, there's Jeter and MJ walking towards me. And I'm just like, oh, snap, dude. I got a good whiff of that Jeter driven <laughs> yeah, cologne. You must- remember that driven that he used to have? That little blue cologne? She just walked right by me. And I was like, whoa. Huge spawner, huge spawner, oh bro. Huge spawner, bro. I was just like, I, I don't know. For for me, there's very few guys that uh, that can command that kind of presence. Yeah, Jeter's easily one of them. I saw him after a World Baseball Classic game, like in 2009, I think, like oh, wait, 10 oh, years ago. I sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. I don't think we um, explained what spawner means. Oh, bro. sports boner. Sports boner, bro. Sports boner, bro. That's how you. That's how you get by saying it, yeah, bro. Exactly. You know, that's how you make it PG. Um, or PG thirteen. But maybe. every time you tell the story, you always forget my favorite part. What is that? MJ's his Blue Jays matched his blue Porsche. Oh yeah, same Legit. blue. He was driving a, a powder blue Porsche yeah. GT. I don't know what, <laughs> and he had blue. He had the blue MJ hat, blue MJ T shirt, white shorts, blue Jays. He had the Air Jordan ones, and he was just looking clean. He had that same little earring that you got with the little, with the little cross, cross on it and everything. Very long. I respect nothing less. Yeah, dude, I was just like, yo, man, and he's a lot bigger than I expected. I don't know. I, I always, I, I don't know. I never got close to Jordan, so I didn't know what to expect. So he just looked larger than life. You know, it was like hanging out next to Hulk Hogan or something. I was just like, damn, yo, like that. But yeah, after World Baseball Classic, it was against Venezuela. USA played, 
And yeah. after the game, everybody go used to go out at the at before they did all the renovations. You know, when it was just a uh, pro player, used to go out by I think the gate A or something where the buses would be, and that's where you get a chance to maybe see a player, get an autograph or something. All these Venezuelan guys are out there cheering on their Venezuelan team, bah, 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 playing drums and this and that, da, da, da. and some of the players come out and everybody's cheering and this and that, and then all of a sudden like. Jeter walks out, right? And he's got, like, these two little kids, and he's got a dress shirt, kind of, like, you know, two buttons open, just like some of that air out, you know, mm -hmm. looking all smooth and stuff. Cool. And, you know, he rubs the head of one of the some kids. Some shot is walking. playing in the background. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 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 he just signs a baseball, and then he just stops, and he looks over at the crowd and waves. I swear to fucking God, everybody shut the fuck up. Like, it just got quiet. Yeah. Just, like. It's like baseball pope walking in. Dude, yeah, for real. Man. And I was just like, yo, like, really? Like, you guys all. And he just walked right on by. And then it's like, 10 seconds later. Just picked up the conversation. I'm telling you, I've never seen anybody just command it like that, dude. In sports, I mean, I haven't been around that much sports like that, so I don't know. I mean, you've been around D Wade too, right? Yeah, that's got to be freaking cool. So D Wade, I know, I yeah. Never... I mean, like I used to do reporting for D Wade, so D Wade never got me like that. Riley still gets me like that. Like Riley, being around Riley's a little bit weird because yeah. it's kind of intimidating. He's he's like he's like basketball icon. Yes, yeah. He's got he's just he he also just has you know the doves and the aura just seemingly always flying <laughs> around him. Um, so he, like even even like uh, when I was with Gus over, we were at a uh, Kaiser for the for the heat practice. Even yeah. when he's in his gym shorts, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. it's still Riley. You know, yeah. it's it's funny you mentioned that because when we were at the at heat camp, there was some other guy that. Older guy with white hair, and he had his hair slicked back. And I saw him from the back, and I was like, oh, shit, that's Pat Riley. But then he turned around, and I was so upset. He was an like, Fake-ass Pat Riley, bro. But then not long after that, I saw real Pat Riley, and I was like, oh, Sponer. Yep. <laughs> Dude, and you, did you get that with Peyton? When he came like, through, like my rookie year, when he first showed up after rookie minicamp and all the veterans came in, uh, I got a little starstruck because, you know, it's Peyton Manning. And I keep reminding you guys that his head is bigger than I thought it was. In person. <laughs> <laughs> like he has a large head. But, you know, the guys like him, like you said, Jeter, Jordan, Peyton yeah. is one of those guys. He comes in and the, the energy in the room just shifts. Yeah. And the one thing he did display is, like, he welcomed all the rookies. He was short, but he was direct. Yeah. And, you know, that's why guys like them are champions. Yeah. You know, they just mm. have that pizzazz man yeah tom brady still goes up to like all the new people on the team and goes hey hi my name's tom like he introduces himself like yeah. like yeah like no <laughs> shit dude like yeah. i don't know who you are but yeah. see the, what <laughs> makes tom brady tom brady because he was a he was a low we all know he you know a story yeah we know so when he sees these rookies undrafted guys and the guys who are high picks when he comes in his words carry more weight yeah. Because of the, yeah. obviously, because he's a champion, but I'm talking about his journey being overlooked and all that stuff. And every time the draft comes up, he sh puts that picture up of him being God, I hate six, that picture so much. Sloppy so looking good, body man. with that. Man. They took that picture with an old Canon show yeah, of uh, camera. It's not digital, so it's yeah. not good quality, so it looks even worse. Like it's just this old. One of those yellow think, disposable yeah. cameras. You think Tom Brady will let himself go when he's done playing football at 60? Oh, no. God, bro. no. He always he's just going to be a public figure now. And his wife is. Giselle won't his let wife him. won't let him. Yeah, she won't let him. I'm yeah. telling you, I, I, I was at the Dolphins, um, at the Dolphins Patriots game this season, right? The the one AB Brown uh, uh, appearance that came out. Yeah. But I was there, and I was, you know, I'm looking, and I'm standing by the sideline, I'm doing my photography, and I look over at Brady, and he's, bro, there's no way he's 42, bro. The guy looks like he looks he's, better. He looks like he's uh, what's that Benjamin Button? Benjamin thing Button. Whatever, Benjamin Button yeah. He's just reverse aging. I, I don't understand. They he show looks, his first pictures when he was young. He looks. He looks. I'm not. He wasn't. A, he's not an ugly guy. No, he's but got he that good skin and everything. Yeah, he bro, looks. You know what I'm saying? He looks horrible. <laughs> His rookie year. Now yeah. he's like. 
Damn, he's the Jeter of, Bay of football. Remember yeah. that episode of uh, South Park when Christopher Reeve eats stem cells? Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> I get it, yeah. <laughs> I remember that, though. <laughs> hey, Tom Brady has some secret going on that nobody does knows about. Oh, man. Like, he, he's I, playing much better at an older age. I think, yeah. I, I think when it's all said and done, like, once he's finally over and they start doing these documentaries and you start finding out he was, like, like he sold his soul or he was a cyborg. Yeah. Like, some weird revelation is going to come out later He sold on. his soul to the devil and Bill Belichick is the devil. Yeah, I don't that's, know, man. That's how it works. Gus Gus hates everything about the Patriots. He hates every single what's thing. Not I mean, to, what's not to hate? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's uh he's an he's you know typical he hates Dolphins fan. You know? He hates yeah. greatness. That's all it is. I'm more of like yeah, fuck it, bro. Like you know they just kicked our ass so much. I'm like eh, I'm starting to like you know just understand and wish we just could get better. You but. just wish though, like I just wish that he would just get not get every break. You yes. know, like do you yeah. have to? Like not only are they the best, but they also have to play in the biggest clown show division with like That's just true. three dumpster fire opponents six times a year. Don't like, you yeah. miss? Don't you miss Ryan Tannehill now? No, yes, no, 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 don't, yes, dude. There's nothing that can make. Did you see how bad he sucked? In, well, it's not bad, but yeah, he didn't you didn't have to see. Good uh, Delaney Walker said he was an elite quarterback. I wanted, to, I, wanted to throw, <laughs> I wanted to throw my phone. Like, get out of here. Oh no, dude. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel sorry for the poor sports radio bastard in Tennessee who now has to have this debate: Is Ryan Tannehill good? <laughs> yeah, leave it for what is it, Clay Travis out there? That's what he's talking about. Oh, oh man, man. Oh, dude, I, I, I'm, I no, bro. There was nothing about Tannehill. I was like so over Tannehill years ago. I've the fact that he never had any competition and just nothing like I bro, was remember when his rookie year we, who did we have David Gerard yeah David yeah. Gerard was supposed to be a starter he got hurt like I think the last preseason game or something like that and yeah, Tannehill mm-hmm. came in Tannehill never had to fight for his job bro never the whole time he was there it was just like oh, okay bro you know he never did shit man I, I get it he might have had some chances but I moved on from Tano way before. But I will give Tano credit for this. I mean, he took an ass-kicking for his career. And Thank seeing you. what Josh Rosen's going through. Thank you. I don't even feel like I don't even feel like one quarterback can get through a game. for the, First of all, I don't think, it, I think they've only gone one, maybe two games this year where one quarterback has played. But it doesn't even feel physically possible to get through a game as quarterback for the Dolphins physically yeah. because of how bad their line is. They're running yeah. for their life every snap of the oh, play. No, yeah. they, they can't even look downfield. They snap the ball. They're looking at the D-line. Yeah. They're not even looking downfield. No, it's awful. It is. And, and actually, now that I think about it, I don't think uh, – I think only the Cowboys game, Josh Rosen played the whole game. Yeah, I think I think, I think, I think there's the been two one. quarterbacks, and it doesn't no, seem possible. First two games of the season, I think uh, Fitzpatrick no. played yep. the whole no, game. No, 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 no. Rosen came in at no, the – No, Rosen came in, came in the second oh, yeah. half. Yeah, he came in, in the, like the, the fourth quarter. Because they were getting – that wasn't even so much of Fitzpatrick getting physically destroyed, even though he was. <laughs> uh, but they were also just getting destroyed on the other. So, like, all right, well, let's, no, that was just, let's yeah. just throw him out there. But, yeah, I just – Seeing what's happening now with with Rosen, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm all aboard the whole tank for Tua thing, and I was kind of like, I'm I'm also you know I'm a Dolphins fan, man. I've I've been mm-hmm. I've been through this, man. I've been through the mm-hmm. pain. I'm I'm a little less PTSD than Gus is, you know, when it comes to like the Patriots and stuff like that. But I gotta admit though, man, when this week when they scored the touchdown and they went for two. I was kind of hoping it happened. I was like, man, this could fuck up the whole tank for two a thing. But I was like, but you wanted them to win. But I was like, what? The man, just this, like the, one the, the little one game. thing in me was like, this, this, this tank yeah. for two thing is getting on my nerves, dog. <laughs> who, who, yeah. who says who says two is going to be the answer to the Dolphins' problems? I don't. They think got you a will. they got a bigger problem than just just a quarterback, bro. They bring they draft say they they draft two in the first pick overall. Yeah, which they, they will. Which they will yeah. if he's there or the kid from Oregon because the kid from Oregon is really good too. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, the LSU kid, is he... Burroughs is getting good, Burroughs too. Burroughs good, too, but we'll but see when going, the draft he, comes out. He doesn't out. go pro this but right, season, though, right? Nah. I don't know what he... I don't know Who? if he's a sophomore or what. I think, uh, no, I think Burroughs is, is Burroughs. coming out because he, he transferred. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid's good. But bro. to my point is like savings we draft to. That doesn't answer all the problems. They can oh, still, sure. still they can still have a bad like season. Seventeen picks in the first and then to name any Alabama quarterback that came to the NFL and did great. That's the one. That's big gripe. That's the big. Yeah. Like, but he's also the first Alabama quarterback I remember feeling like he's the reason for them being that good. Like every, true. it was always there. It's like hey, all right, uh, McCarron or McElroy. Greg McElroy. Don't yeah. screw this up. Hand it to Trent Richardson. Yeah. Uh, I was always a, a Jalen Hurst fan. Yeah. I, they sh- they shitted on him when he left, yeah. saying that he couldn't throw. Yeah. What the fuck is he doing in Oklahoma then? Well, yeah, yeah, I get He's you. balling. Get he's you. balling. So this is what I'm saying. Like, but at the same time, yeah, Tua, Tua, maybe he's, he looks like he's the reason that they're winning now because they're not just handing it off to whoever their star running back is. But yeah. he's also throwing to the best wide receivers in the entire country. Like, no, it's a different story when we get to the NFL, man. It's a mm-hmm. whole different story. There are a lot of quarterbacks that were drafted number one that had all these accolades yeah. that come in and go to a team that is horrible yeah. and then fall off. And then what you going to say? Who are you taking for then after that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you mentioned earlier in the season that they were going to tank regardless. And it, it was 0-1. You're talking about tanking at 0 and 1. Yeah, right? this is uncharted well, territory. This yeah. is. Who's the yeah. owner? The owner came out and said, like, if it takes 3 and 13 year, you got 3 and 13 record. Now, we didn't think it was going to get to 0 and 16 yeah. until we actually yeah. saw, like, the Laramie Tunsil trade. But he like, he clearly wanted this. I mean, this guy has. he. The one thing I can say with Stephen Ross, and this is why I'm, I'm okay with the tanking thing, they've tried everything else. Like, yeah. that guy mm-hmm. has spent a lot of money on free agents, he's tried doing the band aids. They've tried grooming their own guy. Like they didn't. You can't say they weren't patient with Tannehill. Like they mm-hmm. went out there, they I gave agree. him year after year. Yeah, they gave him money. Mm-hmm. They 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 tried spending on Indomik and Sue, Carlos mm-hmm. Dansby, uh, Brandon Albert, uh, Danell, all these Brandon Phillip, Marshall, Phillip Mike Wheeler, Wallace, all these yeah. high players. They oh, the Dolphins always won the off season. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So the one problem that comes with that though, with those shortcuts, is there was always some person in the front office that there was always a rift with. So I'm okay with them just saying, listen, let's just wipe this slate clean. You're right. I don't know if two is going to be good. I don't know. I, I think he will be, but I don't know. I'm not a scout. Yeah. But I do think, I, I do appreciate the fact that at least they have a plan. They're collecting all the assets they can. Yeah. They're going to have a boatload of cap space. Oh, yeah. And everybody, the one thing, everybody seems on the same page. The coach, the owner, the GM, they all seem like, this is the plan. Mm-hmm. Let's go stick with it. it. Let's yeah. go through it. I just feel bad the for one, Rosen. Go I, ahead. I, I, feel, I feel bad for Rosen, and I do feel bad for Flores, because the one thing is, I don't know if he's going to last. Like, if we could really be honest with it. Like, if he goes out there and they have, uh, they, let's say they, they draft Tua, don't play him next year. Yeah. And they go out and they have a one-win season, and then all of a sudden, Jim Harbaugh becomes available, and you know Stephen Ross loves Harbaugh. Nah. Now he gets those googly eyes. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going Harbaugh. Yeah, dude. Of course, he's gonna be gone. And that's that's the thing. That's that that's bullshit. You know, like was, he's I for him not gonna. That. He's not really gonna get a crack. I don't think. But as far as building know. your football team, I don't. I don't think it's the worst plan in the world. Because yeah. look, I mean, like. Look at some of the disasters that are in this league right now with, like, you know, Washington wasn't trying to do this. <laughs> There's a lot of bad football right yeah. now. Like, a lot of bad teams, a lot of bad records. Yeah, I, think, like, I think going into this uh, this week, there were, like, three or four winless teams. I don't know. I lost count of how many winless teams. But it, it, aside from just the winless, just bad football around, man. All like, the, the guys that you – okay, it's you look at the, the, what, the top two teams are – the, the only two undefeated teams are Patriots uh, – uh, 49ers. Patriots and 49ers, but the – what. With Garoppolo being a Patriot disciple, you know, so it's kind of like eh, a little creepy there. But yeah. those two guys up there, and then there's just like a big drop off. And I'm not even sold on those two teams being great. 
Like the Chiefs are, bro, they're really phony right now, man. They got a lot of holes. That defense is bad, man. They, they lost close terrible. games. Though. They lost close games. I know that they have that. Uh, they had their, they got Tyreek Hill back yeah. and they have had some injuries, but man, that yeah. defense. And Mahomes is, is not one hundred percent. Deshaun Watson and the and Texas, I think, are legit. But now they just lost a tackle, yep. and then he's already been kind of running for his life, even oh, with yeah, the tons of acquisition, and he's already had an injury. So like. He's one of those guys where, like, if the town holds up, you think that they're they're legit. The Browns being but, two and three are still leading the division. No, they're not. That's crazy. Are they not? Uh, no. They oh. they beat ba- they no. beat they beat they? uh I Baltimore. Like, I think I feel like the Ravens have three wins. Yeah, I think the Ravens. But they, no, the division though. We're they factually have unfactual yeah. here, you know. We, oh, we, we, we <laughs> check because I remember when it was last week the Browns was leading the division. They're two and four. They're not two and three. They're going into the bye week this week, and then they got to take on the Patriots next. Ooh. After that, after the bye, yeah, man. That's another. Uh, team, how many dude. teams they played in a division though? It's I know they beat Browns. Baltimore. Who else know. they played in a division? I don't know. I, don't I think they lost to the Steelers. <laughs> Dolphins. Official. <laughs> the internet says that the Browns are in second place at okay. two and four behind the four and two Baltimore Ravens. There you go. Okay. Ravens. Four and two. But Ravens they they have the lead if it's a tiebreaker because they, uh, they beat them. But you but the Cleveland is one and zero in the division right now. See, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. I'm telling you, man, the Browns, dude, they just. This is to me. This is the Eagles all over again. That super team Eagles from Stop, with Vince Young. Uh, nobody this says guy's that, been man. the one guy who's been supporting the Browns since last season. I'll give him props since no, last I, season. Since since, <laughs> well, since since Baker got there, you were like, yeah. you know what? What this guy's gonna be good. He's he's been advocating for them. I'm like, eh, just, I don't like. I liked Baker. I love Baker when he was doing the Dougie and doing all that stuff back in college. I liked all the swag. Planning the flag. Well, yeah, man. Plan. I I liked all that stuff in college, but for some reason now that he's a Brown and he's doing all this stuff, like. Oh, it just same attitude. I don't know. He's the same attitude. I don't you know see, why, you but see I don't like you saw Richard anymore. Sherman lied though. You saw yeah, Richard Sherman. Lied, that was oh, yeah. that's he's yeah. he's that's that's bullshit. Fraud, bro. Bro. Yeah. He's a fraud. That man. was bullshit. Was, so nothing comes out of his mouth now. I will yeah. ever believe again. And, you know, I, and I, I, I feel like I had this theory on Richard Sherman where I feel like Richard Sherman missed being because Jalen Ramsey kind of uh, dethroned him as not only the best cornerback but the cornerback who talked the most shit. And so now that the 49ers are good and Richard Sherman's on a good team again. He's like, yeah, yeah remember me? Shit. Yeah, remember yeah. me? <laughs> but no, for real, because yeah, he like, was that guy, like in the heat he of like the Legion yeah. of Boom, like he was the voice of that defense. That's Everybody, true. like the public face was Richard Sherman. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm back. Remember, and you Crabtree, know what? Crabtree, soft, so, yeah. sorry, you know. And he yanked <laughs> but nah, his chain but he, off his like shit. he shouldn't, he shouldn't try to shit on Baker Mayfield like that. I just well, don't I, like that. I, I, I don't, don't like players like that that do that. And why would you lie? Like you know. Goddamn NFL films. Like, yes, but exactly. Yeah. There's cameras they, everywhere. They got some Spielberg cameras yeah, around bro. there. They're going to, like, slow-mo yeah. the end. That's true. You can lie like, about Fitzpatrick I was or there. Rosen. Nobody's watching the Dolphins, man, but everybody's watching, watching the Browns. Yeah, yeah. like, it's like the Truman Show in that motherfucker. Yes, man. Like, everybody's <laughs> watching. Bro. I'm telling you, man. So, But it, it really, like, I liked Sherman. You know, it, like, it's hard not to like him before that. After this, yeah. I'm like, yo, phony, bro. Like, get out of here. Are you going to come out and say? And then he tried to say, he's like, oh, no, after it was in that. Like, shut up, dude. Like, you just, yeah. nah, what else do you want, bro? Like, it was yeah, he's like putting up shot. screenshots. He goes, see, this is the moment. Yeah. And and it's like, nah, no, you bro. say he didn't give you five. He didn't yeah, shake yeah, you yeah. like a like a, 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 a sportsmanship. Yeah, you bro. made it seem yeah. like he just walked right by. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's no, no, no. I didn't like that at all. But, but yeah, but the Browns, though, I'm telling you, man, I don't. I know their back end of the schedule is like really easier. I think they got to play the Dolphins too. I think yeah. they play uh, the Jets. I don't know not the Jets. They already played them, but they 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 got some winnable games at the end. The Bengals. That's what it is. Um, but I, bro, I I'm telling you, I think it's the Eagles. It's a lot of hype and no substance, not, man. Unf- it's really and it's unfair. It's unfair because this is a team that when you really look at it, it's something that would take a year or two. I mean, bro, Baker hasn't even started a full season slate of games, man. Like it's a lot of pressure that you're putting on a kid. 
You know, you got uh, obviously you have all the 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 prior history with OBJ, even yeah. Juice here when he was in Miami. You know, had some shit. Like you got a lot of personalities the and Browns a lot of shit. Fine. And the coach has never been a coach. The Browns He's never even been a coordinator. The Browns man. are fine. They they played. They won. They played only one divisional game and won it. Yeah. So because if they win out the division, they're going to make the playoffs. So they can go eight and eight and win all the divisional games. They're in the playoffs. So yeah, it's, what I'm saying is I'm not concerned about that. The team I'm really concerned about is the Cowboys yeah. because yeah. you start 2-0, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're looking good, Dak is smiling, talking about getting this $40 million a year. Now they, lost the, they lost the three last no, three games, three no, yeah. and they're facing the Eagles, who are 3-3, three and three, and somebody got to come out of the win. It's well, one of these coaches well, they, will get But they win, though. They're, they're back in first place. That's the, the, the most fucked up part is that they win. They're back in first place. but They're also in a shitty division. But, yeah, but seriously, though, like, I, there's – Hey, you guys know I hate Aaron Rodgers. I've always just yeah, really? yeah, I'm the rare yep. guy that hates Aaron no, Rodgers. You got to help with the refs uh, yeah. last night. Uh, yeah, last night. Yeah. And, and and on last night, man, legit, I was impressed with Rodgers, man. Like he balled out. I mm-hmm. I, I I never give him props on anything because I don't like him. I just something rubs me the wrong way about him. I just I I Gus always defends him. Everybody defends him. I feel like the the way I describe Rodgers to people, my view on it is when things go bad, it wasn't his fault. When things go good, it was all because of him. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like guys like Tony Romo was the opposite. When things went bad, it was all Romo's fault. When things went good, eh, everybody you else. You gotta have out. the championship in the bag for people to give you that pass. Yeah, it you. took LeBron a while to get there. LeBron's now at that level yeah. where yeah. he's if it, if he loses, it's everybody else. Yeah. But if he wins, he gets all the credit. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's. How but it, it took him three championships to get yeah. there because everybody would blame LeBron for everything before he got there. <laughs> well, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, you know, he got the one chip that one good season, and I and. Hey, that's all you need. That props to him and everything like that. But I just felt like he always get the pass. But anyway, last night, dude, balled out. Those receivers that they got in, in Green Bay, bro, everybody was dropping everything. No like, names. He was dropping yep. dimes. Nice. Like, he was legit throwing some beautiful passes wide open. I think it was uh, Aaron Jones just boop, 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 dropping it. The other guy dropped another one. The one that hit him in the face, they got the oh, pick yeah. off the reflection. Yep. Like, he couldn't do anything more. Like, I was super impressed with him. But still, I, I, I don't like Aaron Rodgers. But, <laughs> who's, who's uh, the rookie that came in? What guy? The rookie that came in at the end. Uh, I don't know. His name is the fucking rookie. He came in at the end of the game for the Packers. Hey, what, position? what position, though? What are you talking Wide about? Wide receiver. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh that, <laughs> lo, that lo, Losada guy? I don't know. Is it yeah. like a Hispanic name? I don't remember, bro. I, I don't, don't remember. follow. Like I said, but I hate su- the Packers. Supposedly, so. uh, he hadn't come into the game, and Aaron Rodgers went up to the coordinator and said, yeah, I, I want this guy in the game right yeah. now. And he fucking put up whatever it is that well, he put up. Yeah, cause he's, yeah, and after the game, he was talking about it, that yeah. he uh, he's seen the guy in practice and everything. And we've yeah. had a... a a local kid who's uh was last season he was in O line for Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Justin and he McCray. Came, yeah, Justin McCray and he came on, he was here. Uh in studio. He's with, with the Browns us. now. And uh, yeah, he's with the Browns now. Good good luck. But anyway, he was uh, and he was talking about how nice Aaron Rodgers was and he was really trying to like make me feel bad about everything, but I still stuck to my guns. I said, No, I don't like the guy. I don't want it. I respect but, that. But yeah, you know, I, I these guys will watch. I think the he's very stubborn. first episode he's we've stubborn, ever did man. on on Lemon City Live four years ago was me talking about, you know, overrated Aaron Rodgers. But anyway, uh the, the reason I bring this up is because a couple weeks ago, because we didn't talk about it last week, it was Browns, I mean, it was uh, Cowboys versus Packers. And there's two things that I love. I like seeing Aaron Rodgers lose. But I also love Cowboy memes. Like, man, those <laughs> things are so good, dude. I, I feel bad. We, we got a close friend who's a Cowboys fan. I, got, I was in the Navy, so I got old Navy buddies that are real big Cowboy fans. And I got one of my, my nephews, a big Cowboy fan. And it's just like, yo, no team. I've ever seen that that people just love to hate more than the Cowboys, 100%. you know. And it's it's so I'm like, man, I'm torn between two things that I like. <laughs> I was like, do I want Aaron Rodgers to win so I get Cowboy memes, or do I want you know the Cowboys to win so I can bash on Aaron Rodgers? 
And thankfully, I got the memes, though, man. Because, yo, it's been so good. They're money. Though, They're money. One thing you pointed out a second ago, how Aaron Rodgers went to that rookie guy and won him in the game because he yeah. noticed how he plays in practice and how he's jumping over everybody's head. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of guys that are like that on practice squad and the third-team uh, receiver yeah. but can never get ex- the exposure because the coaches don't want him to go out there because they don't trust him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty dope what Aaron Rodgers did because – Fuck all the, the politics. The kid, the kid is probably one of the best receivers on the team. Let's get him in there now and make plays. Yeah. And he was able to show up. Nah, man, That's fine. why you got to like Aaron Rodgers. Because he would go nah. out there and vouch for a player <laughs> instead of just letting him sit on the pine and not, you know, showcase his talents. <laughs> not working with me, bro. Still don't like him, man. Whatever. Still don't like him. Just like Landon Donovan. Don't like that guy either, bro. Captain I want to change America. the subject a little bit, man. To, yeah. to another on. another uh, topic that Tobin likes to talk about, which is LeBron James. We, okay. we touched on a little bit. <laughs> I want to talk about those comments that he made recently. and yes, how, uh, With the China? With the China thing, yeah. How, you know, LeBron, everybody loves LeBron for being super um, socially conscious guy. Yeah. But now that, it, that uh, the NBA is going through their problems with China, mm-hmm. he's kind of not backing the NBA or not backing uh, – what, what's the Houston's uh, GM name? Yeah, he's pissed at Daryl Morey because Morey, there was this report yeah. out of – the report was that they had a very, uh, very tense meeting – with Adam Silver because yeah. of what Maury tweeted while they were there in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tweeted support for Hong Kong, which is, you know, trying to get uh, democracy. And uh, that did not sit well with China. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was all this money that's getting pulled. All these advertisers yeah. get pulled. They were having these uh, these games between the Lakers and, and the Nets. Uh, they, they had to re-sand the hardwood, took all the logos off yep. to kind of yeah. show the NBA all the money that's getting pulled. Um and this is all happening while you know LeBron and the Lakers are on over there, and they basically they basically uh, locked out the media. They wouldn't let the media talk to anybody uh, by a decision of the NBA and I guess the players because supposedly LeBron was like, "I'm not answering for these questions in China. You're crazy." Now. Yeah. Um, so yesterday, now they're back in America. Yesterday was the first preseason game, or Monday was the first preseason game, and so that was why he had his first opportunity to kind of talk on it. Yeah. But um, the, you so, to, you know, like a lot of people like to make comparisons between LeBron and Jordan, how Jordan back in the day would never say anything on never. social topics. And LeBron has now. But LeBron, he's a calculated risk taker. He's when he did the whole Trayvon Martin thing, put mm-hmm. on the hoodies. He knew that was not going to affect his pockets. Yeah. This NBA versus uh, China deal will negatively affect his pockets. And that's why he is not. Um, backing Daryl Morey. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, the thing that I just find strange about it is now all of a sudden everybody's like got this this moral stance on China. Like yeah. It's, yeah. it's this is the one thing. Like, why is it LeBron's responsibility now to make the decision that I'm going to affect not only the dollars that are in my pocket because yeah, mm-hmm. LeBron it's going to affect his dollars, but that affects like it it would you know there's been reports it could affect the salary cap to twenty percent. That's yep. money for his peers. That's money wow. for that trickles down on teams. That's money they can spend on employees like it has a giant trickle down effect um i think that it was inconsistent if you want to stick to oh lebron has you know he's tweeting out the 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 quotes of martin luther king about injustice and all that stuff Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's it's inconsistent um but i think a lot of us are inconsistent when it affects us more you know when Mm -hmm. there's an actual stake in it and people can care about uh, I, I've always felt that people can care about s- stuff that is closer to them more so than everything else. Like, it's just kind of natural to us, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I found disingenuous about everybody being disappointed in LeBron is we're just in a day and age, man, where it's just like, I feel like everybody's just like, I gotcha. 
you call the president a bum, but you won't stand up for Hong Kong. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, uh, and yeah. you got people like scrolling through your Twitter feed for like 10 years trying to find any little dirt on you. It, it, That's it's the all worst. About, That's like, the just, worst, man. Gotcha, gotcha, Those gotcha, people yeah. have no life. But they literally all. sit home but all day and b- bullshit. Go but ahead. I, I got a question, though. I'm, I'm, I'm a little misinformed on, on what's been happening with it. I mean, I, or I haven't researched it as I much. am too, by the way. Like, yeah. I didn't... Everybody and that's is. And that's the thing. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm flabbergasted now why everybody feels like LeBron should have this set and sewn stance, even after a week. Yeah. Of what the human rights issues are in Hong Kong, I you know, I wasn't well versed on this. I don't know. I know a ton of people that are not all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, I didn't know that this was a, a thing China was doing because in in the past I've always thought when sports gets to China that's a that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. I'm a huge mm-hmm. UFC fan, right? Yeah. yeah. The UFC just had their first card in China. That was looked upon as a positive thing. We have gotten the gateway to China. That is huge business. That's going to be great for the sport because yeah. it's going to get more revenue. Um, for the NBA players, like Dwayne Wade has a, a shoe deal yeah, leaning. with Le Ning. A mall got shut down because of how much they love Dwayne Wade. Yeah. So Ooh. are the are people in China like are they supposed to not like basketball? <laughs> and <laughs> if if the if the basketball players hey hey you have all these fans here in China that love you and support you, are they not supposed to get paid because other people want to pay to see them play basketball because of what the politics are of that country? I don't really think that's that's I, I don't know. To me, that's not their problem, and I know that's. You know, that's it's inconsistent with, you know, injustice and some of that stuff, but not all of that stuff is tied together. I think that the people who are worried about the injustices of Hong Kong, there's also people that probably just like to watch LeBron James play basketball in China. Yeah. And is that mm-hmm. is, is LeBron supposed to take away uh, their their desire to have fans? He's like, no, 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 no. I can't have you rooting for me. I can't have you supporting and buying my shoes yeah. because of what's going on in Hong Kong when he probably learned about this a week ago and yeah. there's no idea what that means. Yeah, no, That's I, true. I That's but, true. But my, 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 my question is, though, why did he have to say anything? Like, if you're not because that, like, was he's he the forced? Face no, he I, I get that, he, but yeah. I feel like, like well, you said, a, a, like a, a lot of players, because you were saying he's a calculated risk yes. taker, yeah. you know, and that's something that, yeah, I get it. He's a social, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he's very socially conscious when it's beneficial. And I understand there's a lot of money here at State. We're talking billions of dollars that can affect him, could affect everybody, like you said. But if he's a calculated risk taker, he went out there and said something that sounded uncalculated, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And then he turned around because the first thing he says, he said, oh, Daryl Morey is uneducated uneducated, and and that came off really bad then he had to go back and clarify himself and you know reiterate what he was trying to say this and that and it's just like i I can i can i think i know what this is okay first of all lebron james is uh lebron james is is very calculated Mm -hmm. he's a machine like the dude has he has his hand now in hollywood businesses uh i'm not a wind horse guy but like wind horse have you read his new book where LeBron is calculated enough that he doesn't take endorsement checks. LeBron wants pieces of businesses. Like, it's very sad. The dude's a machine. Um, But sometimes when you hold these courts with the media, you get a misrepresentation of how in touch you are with a lot of things because in these media scrums, they're all kissing your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you'll never think you're funnier than you are standing in front of a bunch of reporters with microphones. They will all <laughs> laugh at any stupid joke you make, oh, yeah. any crack you make. <laughs> it's it's not So you get a false sense of your, your, your uh, ability to wax poetic on any situation. And I do think that LeBron went into that situation with Daryl Morey 
uh, pissed at Daryl Morey. Yeah. Uh, I think has some justifiable reasons to be pissed at Daryl Morey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when people cost you money. That's not something that a lot of people take too kindly to. Injustice mm-hmm. or not injustice. Yeah. Um, I didn't talk to Gus for like a week. He owed me five bucks, dude. He was just <laughs> pissed off, man. But I, I just think that I think that he probably thought I'm LeBron. I got this. Yeah. I got this. I know. I know mm-hmm. what point I want to get across. And I don't think he did the best job getting it across. And unfortunately, a lot of jackals are going to pounce on that. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, you, you said justice and justice, and you don't mean all injustice. You just mean your injustice. You. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. You have those Chinese blood shoes, LeBron. You bastard. Yeah, man. The thing when when the when the when the story first broke, a lot of players were asked about it, and a lot of them. uh, I think it was um, James Harden and no, what's his name? uh, Jordan. The play, played at the Clippers. Oh, you talking about Draymond? DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. I think he was the one that said. I am not educated enough on this topic to talk about it. And, and then a bunch of players echoed exactly what he said. And so did Steve Kerr. And, and, yeah, and what happened? Exactly. He got crushed for it. Steve Kerr has a – this is what happens. Yeah. When you have the NBA, they're in the situation where they don't want to lose these Chinese dollars. They don't want to lose not. this money. Nope. And Daryl Morey was on the verge of getting fired. Those were the reports. So as soon mm-hmm. as this tweet went down, like Tillman Fertitta was going to fire him. Yeah. So Steve Kerr comes out. Steve Kerr is very vocal on everything, injustices mm-hmm. – uh, he'll criticize our president, all that stuff. Yeah. But Steve Crystal is a boss. He's yep. a boss. Yeah. And so if the boss says, don't talk about China, mm-hmm. Steve Crystal say, not educated on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, so you can't win. You can't win if you go but out I, there. I thought if maybe they could spin it to like, look, hey, I can't comment because of safety. Because also they were talking about like the, the player safety because all that stuff was going down. You're sure. going to get yeah. people revolting but, but, over there. I couldn't comment on it. You know, the, the I, one thing there's people, different ways that you could have This is a lose lose comment. This is a lose lose discussion. Oh, yeah. For it's sure. like no matter what side you pick, you're going to lose. So if you decide, if you stand on the sideline and say, hey, I'm not educated to, to make a comment, then you're going to sound un, like not in touch of what's going on over there. And if you do make a comment, they can take your sound bite and spin it and make it seem as if you're not supporting uh, human rights or whatever Hong Kong is going on. Right. Like, like, going like, on. Why, why is it on LeBron James? Because this is the thing. Like, LeBron has to go and make this stance. He's the one who's getting criticized for it. Why is he the one who has to make the stance? Not the NBA. Why does he have to make the stance? Not Nike. Yeah, yeah Adam yeah. Silver. Yeah. You know, you know like, what I'm saying? The, the head guy of the NBA. Yeah, they're, they're always going to be the ones put out there, man. The yeah. Big bosses never get in trouble, man. Of course. You of said course. steroid era earlier, man. Baseball. You think Bud Selig ever got in trouble for any of that shit? You Hell think he was blind no. about any of that shit that was going on back in the 90s, dude? Bottom Hell line no, is, man, the bottom line pockets, is to protect yeah. the money, man. Yeah, That's dude. the bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. But all right, well, let's, uh, you know, I want to wind it down a little bit, but I do want to talk a little, a little more heat specific here. Did mm-hmm. you see the, the Tyler Hero? He's a bucket. No, 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 no. The homeboy leaked out the uniforms, bro. Yeah. How oh, sweet are yes. those beauties, dude? I love me that. You haven't seen Very it? Very nice. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, so they, he, was it on his IG story or something? It's not his IG story. Actually, a video just came out, too, of uh, UD. He was working out. And, um, oh, boy. Well, he came out. So anyway, they, they nice. haven't announced these new heat. You know, every uh, they had the white one, and they had the black one. They had the pink one last season, too. Uh, TD, they had these vice uniforms, right? Yeah, I'm listening. So they, uh, this guy on one of his IG stories or something took mm-hmm. a picture or something like that. In the background, you just see a rack of the... Oh, those blue, uh, powder blue Miami Vice jerseys, dude. Those are nice, that, man. Oh, oh, my oh. God. He got, ooh. Where's that at? That is nice. That, looks like Margaret Pace. I don't know. That's looks clean. Good. That and that like water down, in the background yeah, like that, that looks too? Like the, cause that looks like the yeah, Margaret, Margaret Pace, Pace Park, Park. Down, the, down the street from here, man. Damn, yo. Oh, bro. That's going to be that's so sweet, cool. dude. Oh, yeah. I love you that, dude. So props. Are, that's, how, that's how Hero gets on my guitar. I'm a big uniform guy, bro. I, fucking, oh, I love all that shit. So to <laughs> me to see that, to get that leaked out early, I'm like, ooh, yeah. 
But uh, but anyway, but yeah, your your boy Hero, I'm coming around. I'm I've I've been a lot more reserved about the Heat for the last few years. I know you're. That's is Love that. Em. Is that is that your like? Where do you uh, where's yeah. your fandom at? Like, is my it... first sports love was the Marlins. Yeah, obviously I have reasons why they've been put. Uh, I still love them. Yeah, but they have disappointed me greatly. <laughs> uh, and the Heat, yeah, like the Heat are just. I, I loved covering. I loved. Co- I, I love basketball, but I loved. I loved covering. You know, prime Dwayne Wade even before when LeBron got here when yeah. it was Wade mm-hmm. Beasley. Um, I just that was like my, one of my first gigs in radio was getting to cover the Heat. Um, Good time and seeing him, yeah, it was it was just it's just awesome. And I just love the sports is so much fun. It's I think of like a lot of sports has has just gotten less fun. I feel like NBA has gotten more fun. They're up in the they up the tempo. The the points are all over the place. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the athletes are getting bigger and crazier. Point guards are six ten, six eleven. It's yep. like <laughs> space monsters are out there playing. It's 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 uh it's awesome, but uh yeah just, man they're, no, they're they're number one right now. Just in time for Space Jam too, I guess right. Yeah. That's right. Well, not in China. Yeah, not in China, China, dude. Not in the NBA is at its best right now. They're at the mecca of like having the best athletes. Having yeah. a, all team, every team now in the NBA is legitimately good. And yeah. and the thing and it just always is changing too. Like the, it's yeah. it's gonna be fun this year with the Warriors, you know, not being unstoppable. Yeah. So now like it feels like other teams got a shot. Everybody's reshuffling. It's mm-hmm. just it's just fun, man. The player movement makes it so great. Like. One of the things I think that sucks with baseball is like, you know, like uh, we were talking before the show where the playoffs were on, and so it was like Bryce Harper. Yeah. Bryce Harper's had a thirteen-year deal with the with the with the Phillies. He's never moving, and he's like one of the he's one of the most famous baseball players. Like yep. if Bryce Harper could move every single every three four years, I feel like that would make baseball so much more intriguing. But yeah, like you're kind of just true. either stuck in this cycle of yeah. we've paid this guy. Until he's forty, yep. thirty million Power dollars a year. Look at just having a Stanton yeah. right now. Everybody in New York's yeah. crushing him. Yeah, dude, um, pretty bad too. So I just think that I think that moving the players, like if quarterbacks could move more in the NFL, yeah. even as popular as the NFL is right now. But if, imagine if you could get like, imagine you could get Aaron Rodgers in three years. Yeah. Like if the Dolphins instead of tanking, they could plan to get Aaron Rodgers. But he'd never leave. If you get a quarterback, never leaves. Yeah. Nope. Never. Yeah, like, it's loyalty. The loyalty is there when it comes to the quarterback it's, it's, position. It's yeah. the lack of salary cap, bro. Baseball, True. it's like you can afford to just, yo, I'm going to buy you to stay here forever by offering you $300 freaking million dollars, you know, in 13 years. That's unheard of. You know, you can only do that in baseball. Football, basketball, you don't have it. I think, uh, was it, Ovechkin's contract at the time was like eight. Oh, yeah, hockey, hockey contracts are weird. They'll go like yeah. super long. Yeah, they're like, te- like 15 years, but he's making like $7 million a year. You know, yeah. and it's like a twelve-year deal or something like that. And he's like one of the best players, or I think he was making ten million. And those guys, man, because we we do we do Panther games too, and yeah, we've we've been there. We did um, this will be our what third season? This is our third season, oh, yeah. covering the Panthers, dude. So we we've been down there, and we see these guys, man. They take a beating, bro. Like yeah. Yeah. hockey games Hockey's are no, no joke, joke dude. But but anyway, when, when we saw Crosby, oh yeah, I I hate Sidney <laughs> Crosby. I'm a big Ovechkin fan, but uh, I saw Sidney Crosby, and I was like, bro, I was impressed. No. Wasn't impressed. Was just, Neither was I. I was just—he's very short, little yeah. skinny guy. Little oh, dude, tall, that was—I uh, just interviewed the new Panthers goalie, Bobrovsky. Yeah, nice. yeah, oh, yeah, I saw he's that. He's got like a gymnast body. He's like—he's <laughs> yeah. like six foot, but he's like—he's so slender. And yeah. I don't know if you ever seen Roberto Roberto Luongo. Yeah. Big dude. Yeah. He's just like—it's yep. like, they're opposite bodies, but they play the same position, so it's kind of wacky seeing them <laughs> close yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we we got a good look at you know Luongo the last few years, yeah. and it was and, and Reimer and and the other goalie. Uh, Mon- yeah. Montebon, whatever the Montebon, yeah, Montebon, yeah. Montebon's a big dude. Yeah, Mont- but like what the thing that's funny is about Luongo is he's been playing so goal- goalie for so long. Like I saw him at a poker tournament one time, 
he walks like a sheriff, like in the westerns. Like he's got that bow legged <laughs> walk now. Yeah. And then Bobrovsky's just like he's like a he's like a he's like a jelly. He's like a snake. It's so crazy just watching him play. Well, those guys got to be able to do splits and shit. Like yeah, guys, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it was it's wild. Like watching his eyes, watching his uh, Instagram, like all the workouts he was doing. It's all just like you know gymnasium stuff. I mean uh, gymnastic stuff. Wild. It's like oh you you suck at a uh, at a uh, figure skating okay be a goalie like yeah, <laughs> well it's it's crazy you I be mean just as limber when you're at at an elite level you start trying out all this weird stuff um mm-hmm. back when the big three first started my uh, uh Cindy the intern <laughs> she used to work at a uh, Pilates studio and Bo oh, yeah. uh LeBron Wade Bosch Chalmers they all used to go there mm. and it was very like undercover they wouldn't talk about it because they're like hey don't tell anybody we're here. You know, just this is what we're doing. But they were trying out any which way to get, you know, a little advantage and, you know, doing all that crazy Pilates and all that stuff, man. Like, yeah, but but Roski, I've seen the pictures and he he wears a shirt like all buttoned up and stuff like that. And he's all like, (laughs) definitely does not look like a hockey player, bro. No, you would never know. No. And have you seen Ovechkin? ESPN did that uh, 10 years later interview. Oh, yeah. With uh, Rachel. With Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols interviewed him 10 years ago, right? When he was, you know, obviously 10 years younger, but he was, you know, still working on his on his legend. And now 10 years later and he's a man. Holy crap, man! First of all, his hair—he's got like this like weird Beatles haircut going on, yep. and it's yeah. all yellow. It's all white. It's like just white hair, and he's got the missing tooth and the beard. And he's just <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, I remember dude. like the specials on Ovechkin, like living with his parents when he yeah, came from yeah, Russia. Yeah, like yeah, he had yeah. his parents living yeah. with him. He had like a duplex, and they like mm-hmm. lived downstairs in the basement. Yep. Remember <laughs> he was that? Just no, up there playing video games. Yeah, it's not always that's glory, awesome. bro. Yeah, no, it's that not guy, always glory. But that's that's one of my favorite athletes, man. When he won that cup and he was dancing, doing keg stands at nationals games mm-hmm. and doing uh, swimming in ponds or in the fountains and celebrating, dude. That guy, I was so happy for him when he won. Speaking of nationals, they uh, seven one bottom Look, top of the fifth. Yeah, Molly whopping the Cardinals, bro. Oh, Molly whopping for real, man. Molly whopping is one of my favorite words. Still got four Definitely more. Still don't got say it f- enough, dude. Still got four more innings. Yeah, so, that, bro. They ain't gonna mess up. A lot can change. I don't know. That's true. But um, but anyway, going back real quick to to, to the heat. So I'm I'm you know I've been a little more apprehensive. Yeah. You know I've been a little mm-hmm. more apprehensive, like really like giving into it and stuff. Um, but my big like I'm looking, bro, hero. Like I can't I can't hide it, man. Like the dude's lit. Now my my fear is yeah, like he's, anybody. He's good. Like my yeah. fear is with anybody that you, you surprises don't, you once you get, get a little me. bit of tape. Yeah. Well, once you get a little bit of tape on the guy, you know, like how's he gonna make adjust adjustments and stuff like that. So I'm a little wait and see. But the guy that's man, I know he's your boy. I know you got like you're a big fan of Bam, bro, but like I feel like this has got to be the year like to take that next step to really just show people like, oh, they kept me for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just- well, it depends like what you consider being the next step. Like, I don't know. I was getting an argument. My guy uh, I mentioned before Slim, who I used to produce the morning shows with. And he's like, well, Bam, no, you guys keep telling me he's going to have this polished offensive game working yeah. out with Chris Bosh. Look at him. Oh, man. But. I, I think the thing is with Bam is Bam is just fun to play with in regards to playing offense. Like when you have Whiteside, mm-hmm. like Whiteside, yes, he can roll out of bed and get you 15 15, no doubt. Yeah. But like you had to force getting that 15 to him because you had to dump the ball into him, get it early, make sure he's not moping, yeah. you know, you and make sure he's not checking out. <laughs> and then like with, with Bam, though, it's like he's just, he never stops moving. But, you know, Butler's calling him the heart of the team passes, you know, finds open shooters. And the thing that's just great about him, um, you know, can go – he's not going to ever be the – nobody's going to be the rim protector that Whiteside is, like, other than Rudy Gobert. That's his bread and butter. Mm-hmm. But he can go get those blocks. He is active enough to go stop guys at the rim. And then you talk about the talents to go out on the on, on the perimeter. They put him on 
Greek Freak last year, Steph Curry, James Harden, okay. Kevin Durant. Yep. Like, there's not a lot of bodies that can do that. And, and he's locking them down. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing that you're just like, whoa, that's unicorn stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the offensive stuff is going to get to the crazy levels, but I do think that it's getting better. Yeah. I think, like, you're seeing the confidence in him to shoot it and, and get that, uh, that ability to go and be confident. Because the one thing that's going to be interesting with Hero and the Heat is they've never really had that rookie – uh, who's had just coming in with a polished offensive skill set. Yeah. Um, and they've just kind of let him go. And, and normally it goes, you're Justice Winslow. You come in, you're on the heat, you're 19 years old, you were the point guard of the national champion Duke Blue Devils. But you're not going to run the offense anymore. What we're going to do is you're going to be on the wing. You're mm-hmm. just defending people. That's all you're doing. Go defend. Score three points a game, whatever. Cool, just go defend. Same thing with Bam. Come in, mm-hmm. you're going to back up white side. You know, go in, block shots, dunk the ball every now and then. That's it. That's all you're going to do. Do that. Um, and so it takes time for those guys to add all those elements to their game. And they're also, they don't come to the heat. The heat don't dry and tank. So they're not just left to their own devices like a Devin Booker where it's like, go score Devin Booker, score 70 points, whatever. You're high scoring guard. Go shoot all the balls. Trey Young, go shoot the ball all you want. Do it. You got to also, you got to fit into a role with a team that's trying to make the playoffs. So I think that's why you don't see these giant leaps as fast with the heat guys. The thing that's going to be fascinating with Hero is, Hero can score. Yeah, <laughs> man. He can light it up. He's a sniper, man. And so and he's a lot taller. I had no idea he was so tall. Yeah. I saw him at um we uh God, what was it? Was it oh um Brazil Colombia. I think that's what it was. It was a yeah. soccer game, Brazil Colombia. So I'm on the field and I'm you know, pregame and everything. I look over, there's Jimmy Buckets just hanging yeah. out. I'm like, oh shit. He's a lot taller than I expected. But I kinda like, you know, figured that he was tall. And next thing you know, there's he, I didn't even recognize him at first. Right. I was looking, I'm like, wait, is that time? I don't know why I just Pictured shorter, you know, you think the little guard and stuff like that. White guy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it's pretty much that. It's just because white guy. <laughs> of course. And I was just like, yo, damn, dude, white boy's like tall as shit, bro. Like he's yeah. big, man. So I'm, I'm, I, I want to see him like really take advantage of that. Yeah, you know? I, and the thing that's interesting is, you know, we're having this debate this week on the morning show, um, where you know, like, well, obviously, is he gonna be the piece to get you Bradley Beal? Like, are the Heat actually gonna mm-hmm. see this development through? Which they don't. You know, Riley, that's not his thing. Yeah. Riley likes to go. He takes yep. his young guys. Lips him for all stars. That's yeah. always been his mo. By low, so high. But man. I mean, there's like the reports are untouchable. They think untouchable. like I saw there was a story today. He was heavy.com, and the GM told the dude he said <laughs> they think he's gonna be the next Clay Thompson. And that's crazy Damn. to talk about three three preseason games in, but like, man, he's got he's nice. amazing. He's, he's nice. got that natural touch there, man. He's just so. I guess the thing that's gonna be interesting is I remember saying about that those OA Heat teams. Like I remember. Eric Spolstra covering Michael Be- like coaching Michael Beasley and mm-hmm. that that's the, the you know they didn't let Beasley kind of go and flourish you know Beasley came into a tough situation where he was in Dwayne Wade at the peak of his powers he's goofy not really a def- <laughs> not really a defensive guy very yeah. immature Smoking but also yeah <laughs> but also I don't you know he was he came in a day and age where they're like bees what are you? Are you a three? Are you a four? You have to be a position. So they would always play you down as Hasm late because they, they never would let just Beasley be Beasley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, NBA is not the way these days anymore. Everybody's just like kind of whatever, you know. So mm-hmm. I hope that this is a situation where Tyler Hero is kind of just let to go run and do what he's best at, um, which they really haven't done with young guys. So I'm fascinated to watch it. Are you fascinated mm-hmm. enough, or or what if Beal? If it took getting Beal here for Hero, would you I mean, pull I a trigger on that? You know, like I don't want people like. I feel like it's crazy if you told me the the difference between you tell me I get Bradley Beal and Jimmy Butler. Bradley Beal's going to sign an extension with you. Um, he's twenty six years old. 
he's That's the crazy part. How young that guy yeah. is, man. He's two time All Star. He was barely he barely missed All NBA last year. And you're saying, well, yeah, you got to give up a guy who's lit it up in three preseason games. Like you wouldn't trade that. <laughs> I think that's a cra- it's crazy to talk about. But you know, if you do have one here, if you do actually have a legit guy who can be an all star, and you got him from the start, those are the things where you don't do the nuke, blow it up, and and uh, have to finagle trades. Like maybe he can actually be a piece on a championship team. Yeah. So that's what I'm sure they're wrestling with. Man, I but, don't know. I, but like, if I had to tell Riley in his heart of hearts, if I went to Pat Riley, I'd be like, "Oh, this is the trade, Tyler Hero. He's the big piece. You know, whatever the pieces yeah, are yeah, around it. Around. You know, Dion Waiters, James Johnson. We'll take the salary, but this is the guy we want." Yeah, Riley's not making that trade. Like, <laughs> they're gonna have to. Like, people are gonna have to take away yeah. his phone yeah, dude. to tell me he's not gonna make that trade. <laughs> he's gonna make it. I don't know. Yeah. I see. I, I'm, I'm excited about this, dude. I'm excited Brad, about Bradley Beal has until November to sign his extension. If he doesn't, then Washington is going to trade him. All right, we'll see, man. I'm I'm curious to see, but but anyway, okay. So we've been talking all this time, man. I I I, I want to thank Brandon here, but before I let you go, man, you said it. You're a big UFC guy. You're mm-hmm. a big fighter guy. I'm I'm an old school boxing guy. Yeah. I I like I like more of the the traditional boxing match that's what i get well, into. i love boxing not, too like yeah. don't don't yeah I, I i love boxing i'm not but and that's the thing i'm not a big ufc i have my like I, i'll watch it we've covered UFC, uh mm-hmm. we've covered mma events down here and everything like that but masvidal man yeah that's your boy that's that's the city's uh, boy I'm, man yeah. very... well it's it's funny man it's i i'm i'm fascinated to see what a rise this has been with him because he has been around forever, oh, yeah. yeah, forever. I was watching his uh, slice fights. I was, yeah, I was watching his uh, the Kimbo slice fights uh, mm-hmm. with him fighting in the backyard somewhere out there in Perrine or West Kendall, wherever it was. You know, yeah, it's Perrine. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's he's great, man. He's he's as raw as it gets. <laughs> Masvidal. I mean, we had him on the radio. <laughs> we had him on the radio <laughs> one time. This is a couple of years back. A couple of years back. I think it was before he was fighting Cerrone, and he beat the, he beat the hell out of Cerrone, but. Uh, I mean, he we got him rolling, and it wasn't even about stuff for him. He's really close with Yo uh, Romero. Uh, Yo Romero, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were talking about GSP, and he just starts lighting it up with the f bombs. We have him on live. Oh, <laughs> he's just like, please. He's like, on a Fuck Sunday George morning, St. Pierre. No, this was this was during my midday show. Oh, okay. And so I got my guy Robbie, who just started producing, and he's like trying to hit the. The red, we got a red button, which which like gets the curses, and it was not working. It was not. It was not working. Now, thankfully, nobody in our building was listening, and nobody called from the FCC. Wow. So nice. I think we're cool. But he he had to. He probably dropped a, a gaz, like probably seven f bombs on our on nice. our radio show. All of them got over the air. Um, <laughs> but it's just been like he awesome. is. You know, the thing that's great about Masvidal and why I'm so I'm so happy to see it is yeah he's from Miami, uh, fighting with the streets and Kimbo Slice, but the guy. He has been – he's the kind of the anti-story of what UFC's been all about uh, with the quick rise, the quick guys mm-hmm. who talk trash. Yeah. You know, he had all the the stuff that people gravitated to, especially down here with, like, the super necessary and all that stuff, and he – the three-piece in a soda. Like, he had the good lines, but that's yeah. just him. Yeah. Like, he's not manufacturing it. Um, and also, you know, he's he's been a guy – he's lost a lot of – he lost a lot of tough fights close. Yeah, and now he's just obliterating dudes. He's yeah. just, he, he knocked out Darren Till. I was watching that fight. I had a uh, had my iPad out. I was covering Errol Spence versus uh, Mikey Garcia. So I was at Jerry's World, and I'm like watching this. And I had my headphones on because there was a lot of time before the main event was starting. Yeah. So this was in London. So it was probably like you know way way under card was on. And I'm like watching this. I'm like, oh, he comes back, knocks him out in huh? in Darren Till's home country. And then what he did to to Ben Askren, like 
That was nasty. The thing that you have to realize is people thought Ben Askren was going to come in here and he was going to get to the championship. Like This is a guy who didn't lose in mixed martial arts. Amazing wrestler. Um, also, one of those guys who's kind of like the manufacturer of talk trash, and him and George did not get along before this fight. Okay. This is a John Jones card, mind you. So John Jones is one of the most established stars on, on the UFC, but most people who bought that pay-per-view tuned in to see Masvidal versus Ben Askren. Flatlines, he knees him in five seconds, fastest in history. Yep. Man, it was just, it, it's unbelievable. And so to see that kind of a guy get this space where he's going to headline Madison Square Garden against yeah. Nate Diaz, who's also a big star in his own right. Very similar, mm. very similar, you know, like that swag, that personality of them. We yeah. talked to Nate uh, you, a couple of years ago yeah. at one of these, uh, what was it, Combate Clasico? Combate Clasico, yeah. And, yeah, dude, it is, and... I mean, we haven't had Masvidal like you, but we when we talked to Nate, it was uh, it was kind of hard because the guy's just like everywhere. He was just talking to us. Yeah. He doesn't make eye contact. He's looking around. Well, this was, just he like was un- he was uninterested. Oh yeah, and he was <laughs> definitely on something too. But it was you know it was good for him though. You know, <laughs> it was good for us. Well, I think the thing that I, I know Masvidal has never been a guy who loves doing media. And like I was saying, like mm. you know, you, there's some guys who like playing the game, there's some guys who don't. That's no, cool. Yeah. It's you know, it can be very manufactured. He's yeah. not. Yeah. But I think the thing that uh, I don't know if he's realized because I haven't gotten to talk to him uh, since the uh, since the day before we talked to the U. We had a, a okay. scrum at uh, at ATT. I, I'd love to know from him just like, did he think he was going to not only be the star everybody cared about, <laughs> but that's kind of a media darling. Like he's on yeah. Get Up, uh, you know, Levitard, First Take, all of these shows, and people love hearing from him. I could yeah. speak. That, I could speak about that because his agency w- was my fir- my former agent, Malky Kawa and yeah. Abraham Kawa. Uh, before they got into MMA, they were doing football, and yeah. I was their first client. Oh okay. yeah, first yeah. Uh, first ever client in every no, whatever the sport. Of, the name of them is first. What is it? First first, first round, round management. First round management. Yeah, they yeah. W- before they got to MMA, they was doing just football. Yeah. And the one thing, but Abraham Zoo, that's what we call him. Uh, Zoo was was not involved. Now Zoo is more involved with first round management. He's like Malky's like he's number he's, two. Yeah, Abe's yeah. like basically handling like because Malky's kind of helping the football. The football. Abe is, is all like, MMA. All MMA, and he's he's been amazing. he's been amazing. Like Abe is doing everything when it comes to marketing, promoting. Like he's getting these guys out there, yeah. and every time I go over there to talk, you know, to Malk or Abe, the clients love Zoo. Like, they love him, bro, because he's the type of guy that will put, stick his neck out for you for him, and he will get you in front of the right people to make your brand grow. So Masvidal, like, the reason his brand is growing so much, obviously he's a great fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Abe and, and first-round management is putting him out there. All he has to do is go out there and win. Yeah. Yep. You know? I'm excited, man. I'm not I, – I've never been a big, you know – uh, you know, catch all the fights this week. You know, I gotta watch it like that. But I'm, I'm like looking forward to this one oh, yeah. so much. So you know what I mean. And it's gonna be a slugfest. Yeah, I, man. I don't know. I, 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 I keep thinking about the fight, and I'm just like, how are those guys gonna get through five rounds? Because they don't, they don't, <laughs> yeah. they're not they guys who get stopped. They're yeah. not. Nope. Like McGregor, the McGregor fight when he yeah. fought Diet. Nah, they, they fought the whole fight, bro. Yeah. It was a bloodbath. Are you going up yep. to Madison Square for that? Or no, I wish I was, oh. but no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be watching it here. I've been oh, watching man. here. I watch most fights. Most fights I watch alone. Yeah. Um, it's better that way, too. Come hang out with us, bro. We'll watch it. Huh? <laughs> we'll have to watch we'll it alone. That sounds kind of sad, bro. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> well, it's just because I've always do, I do the fight show on Sunday morning, so yeah. it's always a good. It's just watching it oh, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, when you watch every, when you watch every fight every weekend, it, yeah. you know, people are like, oh, whatever. Well, are you watching another fight this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. But that one is going to be one where everybody's like, I, I think this 
The city's going to be a buzz about it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be huge. Pots and pans, um, bro. We got to bring out those pots and pans. When yeah, we man. I tell you. Well, that's all, like I was saying, like nobody gets, you know, I think Miami was a little bit late on the bandwagon with George. Yeah. But now that they're now that they're on, now that there is a bandwagon. Mm hmm. It ain't gonna be a better bandwagon than that. Yeah, like he's gonna yeah, have yeah. some serious the whole city behind. Yeah, him. man, and it's a perfect time. Him. You know, all the other teams and all the other bandwagons are yeah, not really happening he, right he now. He is the best team we got going. So yeah, yeah, so go go figure. But anyway, Brandon, man, thank you so much for 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 joining us here, man, keeping us company, dude. I think we we went longer than we thought, but man, I enjoyed every second of it. Uh, thanks again, and once again, people catch them on 790 The Ticket every morning at from what, 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. That's what's up. Check them out. Follow them online, Twitter, Instagram, Brandon underscore Tobin. But, uh, hey, bro, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Um, Definitely. Gus, I, thanks again for not missing a show. He's never <laughs> missed one because he's I the only man. one that knows how to do all that stuff. <laughs> so he, he gets uh, a <laughs> – that's how it is. Yeah, man. See, last week he's like, I can't make it. I'm like, all right, so I guess we got no show. But, uh, but TD, good luck to you tomorrow, my friend. Appreciate good luck it, to you guys. This week, I'm gonna try and catch you. Uh, maybe tomorrow, I might swing by. Hopefully, uh, I get a win. Yeah, hopefully, if you do, then I'll be coming to more. You know what I'm saying? Thank so, you. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. LemonCityLive.com. Remember, that's where you can find uh, the uh, all of our latest. Everything's there, man. Go check it out. Subscribe, listen, do all that good stuff. But anyway, thanks again. Appreciate it. See you next week. wrote a song about it, like the kid here goes. Oh, no! With us, you live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads.